demon-slaying pastor Greg Locke says that a demon actually gave him inside information regarding witches inside of his church. And another pastor in Atlanta claims that a different demon gave him insight regarding praying in tongues. As we look as to whether or not Christians should be speaking to demons to receive spiritual advice from them. The Good Fight Radio Show. Welcome back to the Good Fight Radio Show. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And on today's episode, we're going to be looking at not only Greg Locke, but other pastors who have claimed that demons, yes, they spoke with demons and they gave them inside information. And to discuss this very important topic as to whether or not we should be talking with demons and even taking their advice is none other than the president and founder of Good Fight Ministries and pastor of Blessed Hope Chapel in Simi Valley, California, Pastor Joe Schimmel. Praise Lord, Chad. Should we follow the advice of what the Bible calls lying spirits? Hmm. I don't think so. In fact, we know we shouldn't, but yeah, I'm glad we're dealing with this. Yeah, it's sad that it has to be a subject that we deal with. I mean, this should be something that if we're being honest, that obviously it's like asking the question, should you commit adultery? But you know what? You have entire groups of people saying it's not that big a deal. You know, we're all just sinners. It's no, you know, whatever. Every time something seems outlandish that you would think this would never happen to anybody in the body of Christ that would be deluded to believe this, you go, well, never mind. And and you know what? I guess when, even when we read in the New Testament, we see some of the things that were going on that need to be corrected. Let's make sure this one is just one of those that gets corrected. And if those, if there are those people that are falling for this, let this be one of those shows that hopefully pulls you out of it. And Joe, in, instead of us claiming that these guys are saying this, we want you guys to hear this First clip is going to be from Greg Locke, specifically talking about this encounter with someone that he was trying to deliver. And I don't believe that he is actually doing deliverance on a lot of this stuff. I think there is a lot of stuff going on psychologically with people that they're getting duped into this. Maybe there is some demonic activity sometimes, but typically it seems like that might be coming from the guy who left his wife for a secretary. But nonetheless, uh, let's actually hear from his own lips who exposed, according to Greg Locke, who exposed people in his church that, hey, these three, these are the names of, I believe he says six. There's six witches, but he gets the names of a few of them, yeah. A few of them. And their addresses, and even says some of them are attending his wife's Bible study. Right. You got to put your hand on the Bible and swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but truth. Let me tell you something. Hand to God. In the name of Jesus, if I'm lying... If I'm over-exaggerating what I'm trying to tell these people for the purpose of clicks and likes, may I drop dead preaching on this platform having blasphemed the power of the Holy Ghost in front of everybody. I ain't playing. I'm telling you what I've seen and what I've heard in my office. That demon that was in control of the rest of them and that girl started whining on each other. Started telling secrets. Laugh at me all you want to. Don't come back next week. That's all right. There's going to be thousands of people that show up by spring that want some deliverance from this nonsense that you're discounting right now. This ain't no sci-fi movie. This is your pay. You've known me for 15 years. I'm a truth teller. At the expense of my own life and safety of my family, I'm a truth teller. That devil gave us the first and last names of the six witches 
that have been sent as plants at Global Vision Bible Church. It's the first, my wife writing down the first and last name of the witches. Now, here's the interesting thing. Even the devil will expose the devil. And you know what's strange? Three of you are in this room right now. You so much as cough wrong and I'll expose you in front of everybody in this tent, you stinking witch. You spell casting pharmacia devil worshiping mongrel you. You were sent to this church to destroy us. You were sent to this church to lure us in. You were sent to this church to cast spell. Listen, some of you been sick because you befriended that witch. Two of you in my wife's ladies Bible study and you know who you are and we gonna ask you to get out or I'll expose you in front of everybody. And I can't unhear what I've heard. I can't unsee what I've saw. So if I'm going to warn y'all about witches up in this house, I better warn some other churches about witches I know about up in their house. You believe that? Say amen. That's only fair, isn't it? First and last night, this chick is new to our church and don't know none of you. First time I'd ever even met her. Except maybe a meet and greet line, didn't remember it. They don't know anybody in our church. But that devil did. You can leave with your spells all by yourself. Or I'll show up next Sunday with a stage full of brooms. And I'll give you one and I'll fly your tail up out of this place in the name of Jesus. But we ain't playing your spell casting, witchcraft, nonsense, sage burning games. Now, Joe, when we're seeing that clip, and we wanted to give you guys somewhat of an extensive clip so you can get the full context there. He is supposedly doing some sort of deliverance, trying to get this demon out of this out of this girl. And whatever demon or demons, he says they're whining at each other and they're doing this and they're basically ratting on each other. And he's and he even has some video recording, but that's for some private thing, apparently. And he says he's got this inside information, right? And and Joe, I just got to ask you, you know, if if you were encountering a situation like this, not that you go and seek out, but if somebody said, hey, we think that somebody may be demonically possessed and, you know, hey, this is what's going on. Could you pray over them with all this situation going on? And all of a sudden this demon starts telling you about people in your church. What's the first thing you're going to do? Well, uh, I'm going to follow Jesus' example. And he, he, you know, when he dealt with the demonic, he would tell them to be quiet at times. Stop, you know, basically use his authority because you don't want to start dialoguing with the devil. I mean, where did that get Eve when she started talking to the devil? He's the father of lies, you know? So these are lying spirits. And if they're trying to, and Satan's the accused of the brethren, and he's the author of confusion and chaos. So as soon as you start listening to, you know, what demonic entities are telling you about how to help your church, uh, how to clean things up, or, or you know, plus we got to look at it this way. Were there actual demonic entities sharing this with him? possible uh if that's the reality then these are lying spirits or is he making it up you know he we know he's not a truthful guy i mean when he was uh he, he split up with his wife melissa who claimed that she, he was abusing her and so forth uh and then he went after his secretary right after that claimed to be divorced when he was outed found out that he wasn't divorced yet when he was seeing his secretary i think three months or so it became a, a, a deal after him and his wife split up and then he hurry up and got married, you know? So we're talking about a guy from what I've seen is not trustworthy. First of all, he's not even a pastor biblically. 
I mean, if if you go to his church, you know, and you're your follower, Greg Locke, just read what it says in, in Titus chapter one and first Timothy chapter three about being a one woman man and so forth and being above reproach. He's not above reproach. Uh, he already makes a lot of stuff up, you know. I mean, he gave false prophecies, you know, in regard to Trump would serve a successive term. Joe Biden didn't win. He's not the president. He will never be the president. And come January the 20th, I'm telling you, I'll be wing, bing, 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 winner, winner, chicken dinner. There is one conspiracy theory in the world right now, and only one. The real conspiracy theory are the foolish people that think Joe Biden is actually going to be the president of the United States on January the 20th. You have lost your mind if you believe that. Doesn't want to admit his false prophecies. Enloe, many of these, Johnny Enloe and others, gave these false prophecies about Trump serving a second term. Oh, he's saying, no, no, he's actually still president right now. He's actually won't even acknowledge he's not serving as president in a way. Uh, So it's really interesting. You're talking about a guy that's not trustworthy. And first of all, I'm not going to be dialoguing with the devil, okay? I'm going to shut him down in the name of Jesus, you know? And we just, we've had encounters where we've had to deal with demonic entities. I don't believe uh, Christians can be possessed and come out in Jesus' name. He's one of the demon slayers there. Many of those guys believe that they're casting demons out of Christians. There's no evidence that the Holy Spirit is a bedfellow hanging out with demons. The Holy Spirit will not hang out in your body with a demon, okay? And if you feel you're possessed and you've got manifestations where you're being taken control of by a demonic entity and you've lost the power of your will and so forth, they need to fall before the Lord and come to Jesus and be truly born again, you know? Or come back to Jesus if you've committed apostasy. So, uh, as Paul said, he labored that the Christ would be formed in their hearts again, you know. So, uh, he deal- so he's full of a lot of false doctrine. In fact, he condemned Benny Hinn for false prophecies. Let me read this to you, Chad. He published a book in 2005 called Blinded by Benny, who he's now really, you know, friends with. It's interesting. I have with me Pastor Greg Locke. Now, Pastor Greg Locke at one time did not like me. In fact, he wrote a book against me. And today we're friends. He says, it's amazing to see the masses of people that follow this man's teachings. He has contradicted himself on countless occasions and his false prophecies, so he's coming down on him for false prophecies, have failed miserably many times, yet the crowds keep coming and offering buckets keep filling up. Well, it's kind of interesting. The shoe's on the other foot. He and a lot of his buddies are teaching false doctrines about Christians being possessed, making a ton of money, false prophecies, about Trump and others that many of these men have made that he runs with. Uh, and it's just amazing that he has now got this huge following. And I just think it's, it's sad. By the way, Chad, if a demon, and you knew a demon was telling you the names, and you really believe that, let's say it really happened, would you do what he did, go before his church and say all these things? No, man, if if I knew, and I wouldn't be following advice as demons, but let's say I got the names from other people that were credible and they said man we we're hiking in the mountains and we saw you know Marilyn and Nancy and uh Samantha trying to pick names out of gals that aren't in their fellowship you know and they're all part of this witch's coven you know and they're playing Willow by by uh Taylor Swift and they were you know contacting praying that these spirits would possess their bodies and am I going to wait till Sunday service and then do only if I'm trying to be dramatic and make a name or something. But if I found that out, I would be talking to them saying, hey, we need to chat, you know. Before you come back to the fellowship, I need to find out what's going on here, you know. You know, maybe the two or three gals that saw you are falsely accusing you or whatever. We'd have to go from there. But I just, the whole thing comes off as a ruse, you know. But if it's a reality, and in the sense that demons did tell me these things, then he's utterly deceived. 
Yeah, I think there is a lot to exactly what you're saying. And the utterly deceived part, and, and something we've, I mean, sadly enough, we've come in contact this, with a lot of people uh, when it comes to the the demon possession of the believer. And and it's so interesting when you read Second Corinthians chapter not our six. Fellowship, but he means dealing with people. just dealing with people yeah. online specifically. Yeah, not not as much in in our fellowship. Obviously, people have questions, and you want to try to give them uh, answers and so forth, and especially if they're sincere. But when when it comes to this idea that a believer being possessed uh, by a demon, what sort of argument is Paul making in Second Corinthians chapter six, starting at verse fourteen? When you are not supposed to be unevenly yoked with a non-believer right. because a person is either a temple of idols, mm-hmm. which, by the way, are demons. He uses them yep. in the same uh, sort of fashion when you look at it. You can't sit at the table of the Lord, the table of the devils at the same time. You can, you can't sit at the table of the Lord and the table of the devils, but you can have them residing inside of you. I mean, absolutely ridiculous. And how can you be a temple of God, them a temple of idols as a non-believer? How could you ever differentiate? And the weight of the argument is the fact that they are two distinctly different yeah. things and you can't be that if you can be both so i just wanted to point that out because it is such a sad thing and joe we've talked about greg Locke a number of times on the show because sadly enough i think before the benny hinn stuff I, there were a lot of people that were seeing some of his videos and getting excited about stuff that he had posted he was typically growing through his facebook posts and so forth and they're like yeah let's get really excited about this but then you know something that we've exposed for a while concerning him is the means to an end kind of idea that he has because he's gone on shows and said, I would totally team up with New Agers and whoever to yeah. fight a tyrannical demonic government. And, and he's and teaming so up with forth. demons to fight some witches. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, what won't you, you know, team up with, you know, if you're thinking about it in that regard? And he's a guy who, as you already mentioned, he already does not meet the requirements. And the fact is, the same requirements where it's here are supposed to be a husband of one wife. It also says you aren't supposed to be t- pugnacious. This is a guy who's gone into Starbucks and when they didn't put certain things or give him certain cups and stuff, he said, I'm going to knock their teeth out. I said, if you call me a liar one more time, I'm going to take these work boots and I'm going to kick your teeth down your throat. Yes, I said it. Yeah. I mean, this is not somebody who is pastoral, according to not our opinion and being winsome, but actually pastoral in terms of what the Bible says. So we have to be really, really upfront with that when it yeah, comes to Greg Yeah, your heart should break. I mean, his heart should break for, if there's actual gals under witchcraft, which a lot of people are these days, right? Yeah. I mean, Taylor Swift's the biggest, most listened to female artist in the world for quite a while now. And she's really promoting witchcraft. We did a whole show on that. And a lot of young people have been getting into witchcraft in mass for several years since Harry Potter. It's just grown. And you have to deal, I have to deal with people that are involved in witchcraft sometimes, but you have compassion on them. You reach out to them, you, you love on them. Uh, and he just gets some names and starts screaming and yelling, you know, it's like, dude, you know, you're not, you know, you're not going to, there's all kinds of people involved in the occult and the new age movement. I just dealt with a, a gal that, well, I just was on a gal by the name of Jen, a, a really sweet gal. I just got interviewed by her before this show uh, for her podcast. I didn't realize how big a following she had. It didn't really matter to me. I just, and then you let me know. She's, you know, got a huge uh, influence, which is great. Really sweet lady, but she came out of the whole psychic. She was a psychic, you know, and a medium and, and had a good following. And and if I came up to her before she was came out of it and started yelling and screaming, and I'm going to expose you. I mean, who looks demon possessed, by the way, up there? You know, I'm like, <laughs> whoa, you know, uh, that's not love. And we're supposed to speak the truth in love. And we're about, you know, confronting things. I mean, if you know our show, we're all about being strong in the Lord, the power of his might. But you're supposed to care for the souls that are being deceived as you're supposed to have a pastoral heart. And Paul said you're supposed to, even those who are caught up in bondage, 
who Satan has taken captive at his will, 2 Timothy chapter 2. You're supposed to communicate with them in a spirit of gentleness, right? And that's what Paul says, not being quarrelsome. And, and like you said, even in that same uh, to Timothy chapter 1, not to be pugnacious, you know? Amen, amen. It, it, is, it is important because we're trying to win people to Christ. You know, some people, sadly enough, there are plenty of people that have their own show and have their own church and stuff where winning people to Christ is not as important as growing that that whatever that is and being angry and you know there are plenty of really popular political pundits who just scream all day without any real solutions and that's not what the goal of this show that's not what the goal of any ministry that we're going to be involved in is screaming at, at and yelling and hoping that uh, you get everyone else upset that's not saying hey there is actually a way to turn from these things and follow christ and yeah. that, that's the goal of this show and any show or any ministry that we're involved in and Joe, the, you know, Greg Locke, sadly enough, we could go through, and this isn't, the, the he's not the only one. There are a number of different oh, yeah. people believing this stuff, and and sadly enough, there was an advertisement for a church in Atlanta that is, it's called Lionheart Church, pastored by Otha Turnbow III. And this is the advertisement. This is the video that he ends up playing on his Instagram page, or the Instagram page for the church, where he talks about the advice he gets from a demon regarding praying in tongues. I asked a demon, I said, when it comes to praying in tongues, is it true that the longer we pray, the more power is produced? And then this is what he said, and I quote, as your word says from your heavenly father, if two of you shall agree, anything will be done. So the issue is to not really to break the prayer, but to break the agreement. This is why churches have so much falling out, falling out, because that's what they're attacking. Wow. I mean, Joe, it, it's, it is interesting to me. And you wonder just as we, and, and we have to actually look at it and say, okay, is this something where he's actually hearing from something or is it something he thinks would, people are going to pay more attention to? Obviously someone paid, even if it's just the visual arts team or whoever's running the Instagram, oh, this is going to be the clip to play. But you have somebody saying that they talked to a demon and basically this demon told him when he was most powerful during praying in tongues and if he did it longer and and really it's about the unity and we're all on, on one page and so forth. And it's just, Joe, what do we even do with someone saying that? Because, I mean, it'd be one thing if someone came to you on a, uh, you know, maybe after service or something and said, hey, I, I was talking and, and we've had people say, hey, the the this buddy person says this and we should be doing this because you know the church of satan says they're really attacking this so we should be doing this uh you know i think there's a a lot of different doctrines that we can get into that way but but joe what do we do with someone saying oh this is how i know we need to be stronger in prayer because a demon said this yeah and the irony in that clip right there is he you know talks about how the demons say you're supposed to be praying in tongues all day the longer you do you know like all day long or whatever the more power you'll have and so forth um, it's interesting because you are in, in the book of Jude, you know, it says to keep yourselves in love of God, praying in the Holy Spirit and waiting, uh, you know, anxiously for the uh, mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. Right. So we're called to be praying in the spirit, praying in the spirit in Jude cannot be a reference to tongues because it's to the common, it's to believers in general, right? Jude is, uh, uh encouraging believers in general and, Praying in the Spirit in the book of Jude is for all believers. He's instructing all believers. And Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12, you know, are all apostles, do all prophesy, do all have the gift of tongues, you know. Not everybody does, obviously. So praying in the Spirit is to be praying in step with the Spirit and, and praying according to the will of the Spirit. And, and you know the will of the Spirit as we read the Word of God. 
Uh, we read the New Covenant. We read the New Testament, the, the, the law of Christ. And we pray according to Scripture for people's salvation and to be empowered by the Holy Spirit to to, to do the will of God, you know. Uh, so it's interesting that he's trying to make it look as though this is the way to have real power with God. And it's interesting because he said the Spirit, that you know, the, the, these, these demons said that we'd have greater unity this way and so forth. And then he quotes Jesus, you know, as though this, this demon's confirming what Jesus said because Jesus were two or three are gathered together in my name. They're in the midst of them. Why not just go with Jesus? Is there any higher authority than Jesus? And why use the words of a lying spirit? Uh, now, I'm not saying that in some kind of exchange, I mean, we can learn uh, what not to do and how Satan lies by looking at what he says in Scripture. But to take advice of how to walk with God, how to be stronger in the Lord, from a demon, we're talking about a totally different thing than saying, ah, oh, this is what Satan does because this is what scriptures real really does. That's different. We're talking about a guy saying, we're supposed to follow, we need to follow this advice because I know how we can be stronger now. And if Satan could get a bunch of people, you know, just speaking in tongues all day long and not witnessing, you know, and not doing all the other things we're called to do, I'm not speaking against tongues here. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14, do not forbid speaking in tongues. And we don't forbid speaking in tongues, uh, but everything's to be tested if there's a, uh, and there needs to be interpretive. It's done in church. If you all speak in tongues at once, will they not think that you're mad? Paul says, if a non-believer or an unlearned person comes in. So there's a lot of misuse of tongues in these very assemblies. Uh, but it, it's, it's tragic, Chad, because, I mean, I've got quotes from Brigham Young, several of them, where he says he couldn't preach to the people unless demons were unless the demons were with him, telling him what to say, giving him—this is the second prophet of the Mormon church. Yeah, right. Over and over and over again, he was saying, they help me preach. I stand up here and they give me thoughts and they, they give me words to share with you. He says, demons, no kidding. And he's the one that came up with the Adam-God theory, you know, that that uh, teaching that Adam is was really Jesus. God be, God became, you know, the first character in the, in the garden, Adam, was the one who begat Jesus by having sex, he says, with Mary. That's page 50 of uh, Doctrine of, I'm sorry, the... Uh, Journal of Discourses. I have like, I, I bought 20 some volumes of the journals, a full set years ago. And on page 50, he says these things. And he says, if you don't believe what I'm revealing to you, you will prove your damnation. He says, the Holy the Holy Ghost did not beget Jesus. And I'm like, that's a lying spirit. And he's believing it. And Chad, it reminds me when I was a little kid, I remember watching the Brady Bunch, you know? And I was, I don't know, eight years old or something. I don't know how old it was. And Greg, you know, Brady, he steals the playbook from the other team, the football playbook, you know? And uh, or one of the teams steals. I don't know if it's his team or their team, and they got the goods, and now they're going to be able to win because they know the playbook. But then the other team switches up their plays and so forth. And it's like to me, that's kind of like what the devil does. He goes, Ah, oh, here's the playbook. Here's our playbook. Here's how you counter us. Well, that's how deceivers work, you know. No, we've got our marching orders. We've got the word of God, and we're not supposed to veer to the left or right. So it's really reprehensible that people are following the advice of demons when we have the word of God. Amen, guys. We couldn't agree. Or I couldn't agree more. And make sure you stick to the Word of God and not listening to demons or any of these false teachers either. Amen. We love you guys. God bless you guys. You've been listening to The Good Fight Radio Show with pastor and author Joe Schimmel and host Chad Davidson discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how they relate to family, culture, and the church. To learn more about Good Fight Ministries, visit us online at goodfight.org. Join our growing social media family and consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash goodfight.